Hey guys, have you ever lie down on the ground, stick your butt up into the sun and try to shoot diarrhea into the sky? Have you ever tried that before? No, Dan, we have not tried that before. What have you been doing in your spare time? Haha, <laughs> no, it's not me, it's my friend, Spencer! <laughs> oh, Spencer. Who the fuck was that, man? Who's Spencer? <laughs> what, did you just, what did we just witness? <laughs> I have no idea. Who's Spencer? He always have this friend, friend Spencer. Yeah. Like, every time we, like ev- whenever he talks about this shit, it's, oh, my friend Spencer. Yeah, yeah every time right. we accuse him of, hey, then why, like, can you stop doing it? Then he's like, no, it's not me, it's my friend Spencer. We, ne- we never meet this Spencer. We don't know who he is. We don't so, know. So, so Spencer was probably the guy who went to that that massage. With yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same guy. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the same guy. Same, echo, same, same guy. He's yeah. friend. <laughs> He's always asking for a friend. He's always talking about friends. <laughs> yep, sure. Then one will believe you. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Long Gun Kitties, John Wang, the most handsome season ever on the face of the planet. And we are over here, we have the season of rage, pain and anger and agony, Angie Neo. Hello. Uh, we have Jerry, the Jurassic season, who have witnessed five mass extinction and three ice ages. And the evolution of fences. Yeah, a lot and of the poop. evolution of fences. And a lot of poop. And then finally, we have Jonathan True, the season of simplicity, the season of luncheon meat with fried Maggie Goring. Our resident film director and critic. Hello, Welcome this is back. John. Thank uh, you, thank you. So happy to have you here with us. Very happy to be here as well. And today we are reviewing... What are we reviewing, Angie? So we are reviewing this uh, new local film called Wet Season. It's a 2019 drama film by Anthony Chen. In the film, it's actually about a, a Chinese teacher who teaches in a secondary school and her relationship with, with one particular student that she was doing some sort of extracurricular tuition for uh, after school, uh, basically. It's, it's just remedial classes, man. Remedial classes. The way you say it makes it sound sexual already. I don't know why. Ex- hey, don't, don't anyhow put words into my mouth, okay? <laughs> or any other things into my mouth. <laughs> the film stars Yo Yan Yan and Ko Jia Le, right? Uh, and it just released uh, in Singapore in November this year. So we are, yeah, 2019, yeah. and so we we are actually pretty timely for this film. You know, it's not like wait wait three years like in Jimami <laughs> Tofu <laughs> or three years. I've never even heard about Jimami Tofu until you brought it up. Yep, it's pretty obscure. Anyways, uh, we shall start with a non-spoiler review first. Same as same format as what we did previously, where we all have like a one-liner plus a rating. Then we will go into the spoiler portion of the of the review. Okay, like one one thing that is really interesting for me about this film is the fact that like this uh, director, he actually directed a- another film before this. It's called Ilo Ilo, uh, talking about like domestic help uh, in Singapore and and the relationships lah. Basically, they have and the actress uh, Yo Yan Yan and the actor Ko Jia Le were, were actually in that film as well. Um, so you know, so this film different relationship, uh, very different relationship. <laughs> As you will find out later during the spoiler portion. Do you want to have a rating for it now or do you want to... Uh, I will rate it about like a 7, I hmm. think. I do enjoy quite a lot of the cinematography. I liked uh, the pacing of the movie. I think there are a little bit of drawbacks, but I I feel like to spend money watching this film in theatres, it, it's pretty worth it. I wouldn't yeah. feel bad asking someone to go watch it. Yeah. I wouldn't feel like they are wasting their money. Hmm. Yeah. So I think... I do agree with Benji. I think my rating is also 7 out of 10. Did enjoy Anthony Chen's previous film, Ilo Ilo. 
uh, that was actually pretty good. It, it feels a bit weird because you know we'll, we'll get into it later during the, you know when we start talking about spoilers. But the the mm-hmm. two actors, the two same actors, was a bit uncomfortable coming <laughs> from that film. Uh, but overall, I think it's well made. Pacing was good. There are quite a lot of details that I totally missed. Right. And my wife caught it, and some like cinematography stuff that she caught, which she thought was really nice, and she told me about it. But um, we'll, we'll talk about that later on. Mm-hmm. All right, Jonathan. Uh, I I quite like it. I I thought it was it was quite quite good. I for me, if there's a rating, I'll give it a seven point five. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I think it's really well calibrated, and it's a film that it's slightly muted. But I think it stays with you. There's a very sensitive texture to the whole thing. I think later we'll get into the it whole. It feels very human, lah. It's, it's it's human, yeah. and and it, and it's mature. There are very obvious themes in the film that I felt that never quite organically melded into the whole film as a whole. Mm-hmm. So you could see it's quite jarring. So I think there are some details of like how you feel like in Singapore in certain situations, you know what I mean? That you feel like, hmm, it's not quite what it is in the classroom. But we'll get into that later. But I think he makes it up with very strong sense of uh, craft and and tone and atmosphere. I think craft-wise, uh, like Anthony's talent in that is quite unquestionable. So yeah, that's what I have to say. Okay, so for me... Have to disagree with you a bit, Jonathan. Mm, I, mm. I thought the themes were quite well done. Right. The themes, as far as I can tell, uh, I, I haven't read up on any other critics' review yet. As far as I can tell, I think uh, helplessness and monotony. There's a lot of that. You'll see a lot of that during the film. It's personally not my cup of tea. Mm. And in terms of plot-wise, it's fairly thin. Uh. It's not like a plot-heavy movie. Mm. However, the directorship right, is pretty fucking spot-on. Mm. So... Directorship, I'll give it 8 out of 10 and the plot, I'll give it 6 out of 10. So, I think I guess you can average it out to be seven. Like a 7. Uh. Is this the first review <laughs> oh where, my we, God. where we actually kind of like this, the movie? And we are all, all pretty much us? on the same page. Holy shit! Okay. Um, wow. I will say, right, okay, if if any of the listeners, right, ever identify with me, you, you ever hear me speak and you think, wow, that's the man, this guy is spouting wisdom, then my advice is don't watch this show. At least not in the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> Uh, I think, and if you if you're ever on the opposite spectrum of me, and you hear me, and you're just like, please shut the fuck up. Okay, watch this show. Absolutely, watch this show. This show is definitely for you. Uh, I think the the themes themselves, right? While it works well, is definitely not what I will consider something that engages me. But I do recognize the craft. I do recognize it is a very very well executed film. Mm. And I have to give them props for it. Like, even though I don't like it personally. Mm. or Well, I can't say I don't like it. It's just like, a, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just, right, right, it's right. just not your thing. La. Not my thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I understand but what you mean. It's good la, yeah. in, in had, its had own it not, way. Had it not been we planned for this review, right? Never in a million years will I watch it. Right. Like just going by the synopsis alone. Like there's no way that you can drag me to the film, to the cinema to watch this. And I think that's actually one of mm. the disadvantages it has as well. It's because no, I think they, yeah. I think it's a deliberate attempt at marketing. I think they were trying to hook people because, like I said, plot wise, it's already pretty thin. There's mm. nothing for them to kind of get the hooks. But like this sort of movie, it's not really about the plot. It's about that very the slice feeling. of life vignette, mm. kind mm. of like yep. having a window 
and a glimpse into some someone else's absolutely, life. Absolutely, absolutely, no doubt about yeah. that. But having said that, right? Because of because it is that way, there's no real marketing gimmick right, they can right. employ. Yeah. Yep. And so the only thing they can do, right, is to have the sexual angle. Even though the movie is not sexual at all. 100% agree. They, they I don't know how they marketed the movie, honestly. Was I mean, it like very sexual? Like, or it, did they emphasize? I don't it, feel it like isn't, it But it's like, there needs to be something for them to, yeah. to show. So they will just talk about the student-teacher relationship. Yeah. Mm. And I think that some, there's been some leaks, right? Like when my wife talked about it. Yeah. She did say that it was a sexual relationship between the student and the teacher. And when I first heard that, right, I already kind of like got crept out and I'm just like, uh, I don't think I want to watch something like this. Right. So the backstory to this is that I was in the theater watching this. Uh, was it a month ago or something? Yeah, or that two was, months. Ago, like, yeah. yeah, when when it first came out, lah. Basically, after we finished reviewing Jimami Tofu, yeah, like, <laughs> after after like a week or two, yeah, yeah. something like that. That yeah. was that was when it when it first came out, and I was like, shit, I need to catch this. So during like one part of the show, I was like, oh, the part. Okay, we are the about part. to head into like spoiler territory. Uh, this particularly uh sensational part. I I took out my phone. I mean, I I put my phone in my bag and I was like texting the whole group. I was like, dude, we need to review this movie <laughs> and ask Jonathan on as well. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm glad we are reviewing this movie. I think it's uh, quite an interesting take. Uh, and I'm really glad that someone in Singapore actually attempts to do something like this. Yeah. And, and can handle it in a way that's sensitive enough that mm. you feel, you don't feel icky about the whole situation. Right, right, right. Yeah. Shall but we? I think, yeah, okay, let's go straight into the spoiler. <laughs> Spoilers Spoiler sec- section of the yeah. review. I'll just start off by saying that first things first, right? Despite what the synopsis may tell you, this is not a show about a student's sexual fantasy with the with his teacher. Yep. Is that this one hundred percent? This is middle aged women wish fulfillment fantasy. This is just like straight up. I can just tell this right off the bat. Mm. What? <laughs> you mean it's not me? I mean, I haven't reached middle age yet, but like, it w- is definitely not my fantasy. Maybe when I get there, I, I might feel differently. Why would it be a middle aged woman's fantasy? So throughout the whole film, right? Like I said, there are two themes. There's the helplessness, and then there's the monotony of things. You see it over and over again. A lot of the lines are repeated. A lot of the scenes are repeated. A lot of things. The main character, the Chinese teacher, lah, she's always getting swept up. She's always getting. Moved by forces beyond her control. Only towards the end, right? At the last scene of the show, did she finally make a single decision? Do you guys realize that? Yeah. She didn't yep. make one single decision. Like, she never made a single decision of her own accord all the way until the end. There's some people who have watched it, uh, maybe they can kind of debate and split hairs about whether she did make the final decision to go back to typing. But... I believe when she, at the final scene, when she looked at the sun and then the sun kind of smiles down on her, I think that's the director's way of telling us that, yeah, that is her decision. And she, it's kind of like the gods were smiling down on her. Or right, right, right. So I think it's kind of like a lot of, a lot of people, maybe women, particularly women, feel this way. They are kind of getting, always getting shoved around. They are kind of passive actors in this world where everyone is just trying to get something out of them and everyone just sharp pushing wait, them wait, around. Wait, before you get like way into that, like, mm-hmm. Let's talk about what the film actually is, which mm. is we open the movie with the scene where, you know, like she is a teacher in a school. She's teaching kids Mandarin, Chinese, and no one is interested in her classes, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's having this very drudge like it's it's like a life of drudgery for her, basically. Mm. She teaches kids who are not interested. They score terribly. She has very bad KPI probably because their results are terrible. So she's not regarded highly at school. 
right? Because people feel like Ch- Mandarin or Chinese is not important, right? Uh, so no one puts in any effort. And then she goes home. She has to take care of her bedridden, wheelchair-bound father-in-law, okay? And, and she has a husband who kind of helps her out, but then also he's super disengaged with her. And then we find out she's kind of like trying for a baby, right? Right. Yeah. Apparently, they've been trying for a very long time. She mm. takes a lot of uh, hormones because she's undergoing like fertility treatment. And her husband is not even interested in having sex with her. There right. was this really interesting scene where she was almost trying to like rape Christopher Lee. Because her ovulation period was, was time and then the husband just wasn't interested. Yeah, and yeah. also because like she was just like, <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. come on, like, it's time. Just do it. You By know? the way, that scene hit me particularly hard. That was as, a good scene. As me and my wife are trying to have a child as well. Yeah. And also, uh, I can really empathize with, with that particular scene because, you know, as, as couples trying to, like, get pregnant, they'll track their ovulation period cycles and all these sort of things. And then for the guy, right, to just be like, on demand. Nah, you know, mm. things will be fine. Like, Fuck you, dude. Like, <laughs> like, just whip your dick out and do your, and fulfill your husbandly duties, okay, you son of a bitch. God damn it, please. But I feel very bad for Christopher Lee, though, like, because I think, I mean, yes, uh, she's suffering a lot, right? But at the same time, I think this is a problem that a lot of couples going through mm. fertility treatment will, will encounter is the fact that, like, sex is no longer, like, a thing where you are doing because you want to do it and you have fun and, and you want to express your con- care and concern and love for each other. It becomes more like a, you know, just do it. Like, mm. we have to do it, like, right now. And the way that she treated him was... Because she's frustrated. She's frustrated because she wants a baby and she's injecting herself almost every day or whatever. And she wants it. And he's just like, well, I'm tired. And then mm. she just tries to, like, rip his... Clothes open. Pants, pants. Yeah, pants, pants yeah. open, yeah. Like, you know, take out the belt. And then he was like, no, no, I'm not. Like, I felt so bad for him. <laughs> anyway. No, I don't feel bad for him at all, fucker. No, I don't feel bad for the husband and really? the family. I don't feel bad for the husband as well. No. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Am I, like, what? I think we are, by that time of the movie, we are so with Yo Yen Yen that yeah. whatever she do, we are just like, yeah. Okay, yeah, you, you should do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Like, Because wow. she's waiting for so long and the husband is just like, and when you get to a later part of the film, you realize that, yeah. you know, she has an, he has in, a in, affair. In a reflection to what John has said about her life being monotonous and kept mm. getting swept up right. in, in, you know, the events and she has no decision and or her decision doesn't matter. I think the decision that she really made for herself was, I want to have a baby. Yes. Mm. I think that, that was the overarching decision. Yeah. And we'll get to the end later. And we'll get to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but, but what was interesting for me is the fact that like, you don't see her display much emotions yeah. throughout the whole film. Even when like, the, the weirdest, like the craziest shit that happens to her, yeah. she's still kind of like very stoic and then uh, right. very uh, calm in yeah. a way about it. Even if she might be frustrated. But that was the only scene where she really just exploded, you know. And, right, right, and, right. And that's where like, the husband bears the brunt of the frustrations, I guess. Mm. Yeah, there's one other, couple other scenes where she does show a little bit more emotion. Mm. Do you guys want to continue the narrative then we chime in or should oh, I but, just say it right yeah. now? But basically her life just sucks, you know? Like, for, for example, the sister-in-law also had like a baby or something, she, right, baby right. shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's supposed to be the front for that as well. Because the husband wants to go play golf with yeah. her clients. Yeah. The play clients. golf, air quotes. Yeah. I, I thought the film does nail it very accurately about how women, especially at that age, you know, that, that whole feeling of being taken for granted, 
Yes. And that whole emotional labor, baggage that yeah, comes with it. Yeah. The emotional labor. Because they have to go through so much. They have to cook for the, 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 the father-in-law. They have to go with their job. And then the, they struggle to get pregnant. But mm. they still have this stoic demeanor. Yeah. And have to still go and face the world and keep strong. I so, just hate... I just like... When I watch this film, I just hate the fact that being a woman sucks so badly. Yeah. If you choose to take on a traditional role and mm. you choose to like... I mean, not choose, but if you allow people to just, you know, shove you into things that you don't want to do and then you do them anyways because of duty and and you feel like you have a sense of responsibility to other people. Mm-mm-mm. So, it's like really, really, really annoying. Right. And I empathize with that because I choose not to do it and then I get shit for it. But it really sucks. Lah. Yeah. Yeah. Also notice how she always gets shit from other women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. There's always other women yes. that just gives her shit. Especially that, what is that, math, uh, the chemistry teacher chemistry th- <laughs> that always pops out of nowhere at the right time. <laughs> Fucking always. And then, of course, her, her in-laws are also not much better, especially the, was it the, the mother-in-law? Was it? The older sister. The older yeah. sister yeah. of yeah. Christopher Lee, yeah. yeah. And then she's just like, yeah, you know. Of course, the baby cries when she's holding him. She's never held a baby before. You know, Ooh, wow. Because you, you don't have a baby of your own or something like that. Yeah. From my point of view, women feel entitled to give shit to other women because they also carry the emotional labor. Right. So when you see other women who don't do it, for example, they don't have a kid, like then they feel very entitled to just say shit like, oh, it's okay, it's very easy for you. You don't have a kid to take care of. You know, that's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or alternatively, no, you're, you won't understand you become mother. Yeah. yeah, or you're not a woman until you become a mother. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they are taking out their frustrations in a way, the only way that they feel like they can. Hmm. Right? Because they can't just be like, you know, fuck this shit, I don't want to do it already. You know, I don't want to go to this stupid party where I have to <laughs> hmm. uh, show that I'm really happy that someone's got right. a baby where I don't have a baby, I can't get, a, right. I can't get pregnant. Yeah. Or uh, I can't say like, fuck this shit and not take care of my father-in-law. Hmm. Or fuck this shit to my husband who's like totally ignoring me. Hmm. You know, you hmm. have to just... Suck it up. So the student himself, I can't really remember his fucking name. In, it like in that in that film, it's called Wei Lun. Wei his Lun. real name is Ko Jiale. So this Wei Lun kid, right, does seem to have a genuine interest in Mandarin at first, but then after that, devolve into uh, taking sneak for. Oh no, wait! It, he was taking sneaky photos of her of the teacher. Yeah, even right before, the bed, right? Yeah. And then because of that, he's kind of compelled to stay in her classes even though all the other kids were like escaping from the remedial course and all these sort of things. Mm. As a result of this and once again right she's getting caught up in forces beyond her control. She's only focusing her attention on Wei Lun. As a result of this right whether is it by design or by coincidence Wei Lun kind of like develops an attraction to her like mm. a real further attraction to her. They got together on a few different things so they, she went to his wushu competition. Yeah. They went for durian eating with handicapped father-in-law. One of the days uh, he went to her house because uh, what happened? Uh? Uh, well, there was an emergency or something. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the caretaker had to leave. She brought him back to the house. She was teaching him Chinese and then the, the father-in-law came and helped him with his right, Chinese right, right, words right. or yeah, something yeah, yeah. and then they had a meal together. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the boundary between student and teacher, that supposed barrier that's supposed to be there, it, it just gets smaller and smaller and more vague correct, as correct. time goes on. Yeah. Yeah. The durian eating was after he won the Wushu competition. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll celebrate yeah. for you, yeah. you know. The first time they had the durian eating was in a classroom. Yeah. The yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. class. Mm. So all of this, right, sort of culminates. While she was driving him home, uh, he started to have a nosebleed. 
So yeah. they all went up back to his house, mm-hmm. his room. Yeah. She packed some ice to put it on on his face, and that's when he's just like, "Oh boy, it's rape time!" and <laughs> "Oh boy!" and yeah. then uh, start trying to force himself on her and kissing her and then pushing her onto the bed. Uh, she was resisting at first. Yeah. Then she just sort of gave up. She didn't. She didn't fight any anymore. Very, and, uh, very complex emotions she was going through at that time yeah. as well. And, and what and what resulted right was a incredibly <laughs> awkward yeah. sex scene, as it should. As it I mean, it's should. a yeah, it's a kid having sex for the first time with his teacher. Yeah. Of course, it's incredibly awkward. The only the thing that like m- me and my my friend that we we finished the movie and we were talking about we were like, how did he manage to get her panties down so quickly? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it was just like you know he pulled out his pants and he was in already and we like huh? where, where, where did the fumbling of the, the underwear go you know right 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 that's um, true that's yeah. true that, that was what I had a bit of a problem with yeah. I was like wow he's pretty quick very fast huh? yeah <laughs> not his first rodeo man yeah one thing funny outside mm-hmm. the movie that, that I have to note is uh, we've seen this boy's butt twice already oh, once, right. in once in 2016 in, once yeah. in 2019 did it yeah. get better with well, I mean, he's, he's grown up. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, okay. So, for me, this scene was really interesting. And this was actually a scene where I, I texted everybody. Hey, we need to watch this. For me, right? Like, I think it was very poignant in a, in a sense because she is getting the attention and desire from a little teenager, you know, mm-hmm. that she's not getting from her husband. And right. even though, like, her brain probably tells her it's wrong, which is why she resisted in the first place because she had no initial attraction to him. I think the way that he was, you know, coming onto her so strongly and then really, really wanting her mm. probably was why she was like, okay, this feels not terrible. Mm. So, I okay, think. the final the final spoiler of the movie, right, is that she get pregnant uh, mm. as a result of this sexual encounter. Mm. So actually, it makes sense because when women are ovulating, they just tend to be like, okay, la, whatever. La. Mm-hmm. You know, they, there, there's a lot of signs behind when women are ovulating then they... They tend to go out more, they put on more makeup, they wear red, so on and so forth. Mm. Sometimes not even knowing it themselves. Mm. I have to say though, the mm. one of the two funniest lines in the movie happened like immediately after the sexual encounter, you know, where he he was asking her, Do you want water? Do you want Coca-Cola? We have Coke in the fridge. Yeah. So that was one of the two funniest but ones. But I felt yeah. that it was so realistic though. Like, yeah, like yeah. he's a he's a teenage boy. Yeah, and he doesn't he... know what the hell he's doing. Nyao her coke ma And he was just like trying his in his own way to be nice. Yeah. You know, and, and like like he would do a you know, a teenage girl, for example, after hey, a okay ma. <laughs> okay ma? <laughs> Again, I can't see how this would be a middle aged woman's fantasy. Right. Like, why would you wanna have an awkward fumbling encounter with a little kid who asked you whether any okay ma <laughs> after like what 30 seconds <laughs> yeah, but she still wanted it wa. that's the thing like uh, I suppose a lot of middle-aged women they would prefer to have sex with guys a lot younger and not and not just bang like some saggy old dude as well with, with wrinkly butt and wrinkly chest and I mean there is an entire TV show based around it right Desperate Housewives kind yeah, of was it I guess it? so yeah. I don't know I've never watched it not worth okay. watching well you're not at the demographic yet give me a <laughs> okay, couple sure. give me another 10 more years MD <laughs> Well, okay, to be honest, if I ever get there, what I would do is that I'll pay a professional to do it so that, you know, at least you know you're going to get some professional treatment, mm. right? You're not going to get like 30 seconds of awkward fumbling and be like, yeah, but her cook. <laughs> yeah, but she's on the <laughs> MOE teacher salary, you know, she can't be like, you doling kidding? out. Do you know how much teachers earn? They earn quite a good sum, you know. I know 
a lot like some of the higher tier one they they work for a few years they tend to have good salary but we don't know how long she's been working she might have just started so yeah whatever uh, you get paid better doing private tuition anyway hmm. yeah so anyway so after this like whole crazy scene right like the progression of their relationship was really really crazy because this boy just really thinks that yeah she's he, the girlfriend yeah she's a girlfriend he doesn't care in school he's just like touching her or whatever on the bus he's a bit he's of a holding, dumb ass uh. yeah he's <laughs> yeah. fucking retarded and, yeah. and he like like I was just internally screaming right 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 yeah yeah same as well like what the heck are you doing everyone can see you it's know like, and it's like you go to a because we assume it's a boys school and should be quite mm. one of those at least PSLE 240 plus points you can yeah, go in that high. I guess so. It's like yeah. you should have a bit of brains. Huh? Like I guess hormones is just yeah, raging yeah, in, in right, him right. right now. And But that was so freaky, you know, because all the teachers, like, and he would go to the staff room to wait for her and, you know, like, wow, all that yeah. kind of stuff. I, I was kind of screaming in that point yeah, as well. I, I was like, like inside, what I was are like, you no, doing? Stop, stop, You know, you're going to expose everything. And so, then that, 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 that sneaky teacher that was just, oh, Ooh. Okay. What are you doing here? <laughs> mm. seeing something weird is going yeah. on. Actually, yeah. to be honest, after the sexual encounter, there were some really funny scenes that were, if you look at it from a comedy point of view, it's actually quite well done. Like, like the what? one where like he was what? trying to call her hands and then the marching band. Yeah, yeah. Marching band that was amazing. <laughs> that was the camera work. I love that. Yeah, that I camera that work there was like, wow, he's firing at all cylinders. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that was such a great scene though. Wow. I think amazing. overall the humor in this movie is also like quite on point yeah yeah, yeah. i think and the yeah it's very subtle you know and then yeah. it works so well there's yeah, a few yeah. there's a few other scenes that i can't really i can't really remember it, but i remember laughing a lot during the what I, during the scene show. that i loved the best was when she broke up with him sort of yeah broke up with air quotes right and like he had this uh the drama yeah, yeah, there super was drama yeah. moment where they were he was standing in the rain yeah and he was like Ugh. oh what well, the scene had tongue that was the second funniest line in yeah life. no and then the, the, the line that he followed up he's like can you just let me have this moment yeah, yeah can you, you know, just make it memorable yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i was like that is such a teenage boy right, 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 thing right. to say he's like uh. i just want it to be like super drama so i can remember this for the rest of my life I, and i, I, was I like, didn't, oh, I didn't so quite good. like that scene i was I like i just well punch his kid but but i think it's very true because he it is a very selfish thing right mm. he wants this memorable woman he doesn't care what happens to her doesn't care like about the consequences to her you know career he just wants to you know be in love and be in love with his teacher and have sex with her and, and do all the stuff for his own benefit basically right. so he can have a memorable moment mm. and I, I thought that you know that particular line just encapsulated that so well mm-hmm. for me that like why he's behaving this way mm. I kind of wish it had morphed into a sci-fi movie at that point where future Weilun suddenly jumps in punch him in the gut as he slowly fades away, it's like, I don't have to live with this memory anymore. <laughs> that, would, that would have been quite awesome. Dense, dense magical it's moment. Like fucking cringe, right? I, I just imagine, I'm just thinking about it, right? Was, if that had happened to me 20 years ago or whatever, I'm just like, oh fuck, that's so cringe. Yeah. Shit, why did I say all this dumb shit? Really? The moment wet season becomes Blade Runner. <laughs> no, no, it's more like Ryan Johnson's looper. Right, 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 right. But- I thought, like, I mean, I had a lot of empathy for him as well. Like. I mean, he, after all, he's a teenage boy, right? Like, And, and, and he's, he cared about Mandarin. Yeah, and he cared about Mandarin. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell that he, he does care for her in his own way, but yeah. not to the extent where he would protect her. Can, like, can, can I ask you, when you see this character at Weilun, even though he's mm. a fictional character, yeah. have you ever come across kids like that? 
actually like, do have friends like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like I that. mean, yeah. I think it's very real, true to life right, in a way though right. that he presents the character. Like, mm. for example, he is interested in the things that he's interested in. You mm, know, mm, like, mm, he mm, gets mm. really into his wushu and then like, you know, Jackie because... Chan. Yeah, and because he wants to uh, impress the teacher, then he really, you know, puts an effort into Chinese, that sort of thing. Where's the heart on the sleeve? La? Yeah, where's the right. heart? And which is, in a way, very teenage. La. Yeah. Well, if you look uh, at I, a little think... bit of the background, sorry, sorry, mm. uh, if you look at the background of this character, he's also quite lonely in a yes. sense. The family is never there. Yeah. And I don't think he mixes well with the friends in his class. Yeah. yeah right? so, mm. so he's kind of a loner to, be, to begin with. And I know people like that who have families who are always away. Or the age gap between their siblings and them are very, very big. So that, you know, they're still in school, their, their siblings have got married, went off to work or something. They just want attention. Mm. They just want, you know, they don't want to be in, you know. I want to be in this group. I want to be in that group. And I suppose, like, uh, at first when the movie first started, right, and the care that the Yu Yan Yan showed to him, it felt very maternal, mm. right? And then when the lines start to get blur, you know, the boundaries start merging yeah. into each other. You know, as a boy who has, like, a pretty hot teacher... Mm. Of course, it's, I think it's quite natural yeah. that he would have a crush on her. Spe- sort of speaking thing. on that, uh, I, I think it's really applaudable of the makeup and and the, the look that they gave Yu Yan Yan mm. because she's wearing a wig and Ooh. you know the kind of dress she was wearing and, and mm. everything. It really creates that whole like crush on teacher vibe really oh. strongly. Yeah. They're very prim and proper. Something lady, like right? that. And then you just want to undress her. That's <laughs> something. Is it? What the fuck are you guys watching? Sarah? What the <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I'm not referring to that, but just, it's just. <laughs> no, no, no. Crush on teacher vibe. What the fuck? I don't Japanese know. I'm just riding with this, like. No, but, yeah. but, but it's, it's like, because if you see Yu Yin Yin in other films, right. she's not like that at all. So mm-hmm. it really takes a lot of craft to really chisel out this image. So, yeah. fun, fun fact, right? My friend was at a party with Yo Yan Yan. He took a photo with her. And then uh, and then he sent it to uh, our group chat. And he's like, hey, do you guys know this lady? I looked at her. I was like, no, I don't really. I don't know this person. And he's like, oh, it's the, it's the actress in Red Season. And I was like, wait, what? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why I thought yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. she so, becomes another person. Right. She does. Yeah. Okay, I mean, but I guess it's also a testament to her acting chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say she looks very different in Ilo Ilo, but then again, right. she was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, so. right, right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, going back to the themes of like uh, simplicity and subtlety and all these sort of things, right? I think one of the things that this film does very well is the directorship. La. The whole cinematography of, the, of how each scene is planned out was, I think, very, very well done, mm. very well executed. Uh, a few subtle, a few minor details here and there, but it kind of all adds up. Like things like, for example, Whenever something shit happens, right, or whenever the themes of helplessness kicks in, it's always the shot, right, is always from behind the character. Mm. So you always feel like, you know, they, they kind of have no control and they're not facing it head on and they're they, they are just very, very helpless in the face of, like, you know, when the, when the father-in-law died, uh, when the, the IVF treatment didn't take, so mm. on and so forth. You find that throughout the film, right, whenever some bad shit happens, you always look at the character from behind them. Hmm. whether it's from the car or from the interior of the HTV so on and so forth so these are like some of the subtle film tricks that they employ which I thought was I didn't even really pick it up at first until I really like sat down and think about it a lot what do you all think about the rain the what the rain the rain the, the consistent I don't know rain. if the rain was actually necessary I guess it ad- added to the atmosphere 
of like that whole dreariness lah. But I mean, to me, I love the rain. So rain is not dreary. Right. I, I found it to be really uh, interesting because it's really released in the monsoon season as well. Mm-hmm. And after watching the film, Singapore just... Drenched. <laughs> just rain and rain and you just can't help but look out the window and the word wet season just come to your mind. <laughs> you know what they should do? They should go to the parts of Africa and like in Australia where they're having like fires right now and then just release that film. Yeah. Maybe it'll bring some rain to them. Right. But yeah. But I, I do you think that the rain was necessary? I think that even if you don't think it was, it kind of stayed there so long that it just embeds into your mind that you can't mm. shake it off. Uh. And I guess it helps uh, for the final scene where the sun finally... Yeah, broke, yeah, right? yeah. It's yeah. it's a very simple kind of yin it's and like yang end thing. end of the shitty weather. Mm. There's also the scene right where the husband was supposed to go out and play golf and then someone mm. in the family quip, who the hell plays golf in this weather? <laughs> so it, it kind of also adds as a bit of a storytelling device, I guess, yeah. mm. to, to set up certain, you know... Plots. I mean, at that point, before that, right, we weren't sure whether the husband was cheating or not. It kind of alluded to it Mm. You know, they, Didn't she they, see him like uh, when that was after? after oh yeah, yeah. okay. So right. before then, right, it was just like, oh, he's out drinking at night, and then he's just like, oh yeah, I'm just with a client, and all these sort of things. Mm. Uh, I was actually hoping they would not show the the you know the side chick. I was right, actually right. hoping. Why not? Because that way it just lets you. If they can drop enough hints, then the audience kind of like ah, we know the story. Mm. You know, he he doesn't have to he doesn't have to show it. And with without showing it, it also kind of you know gives the audience a little bit of imagination. Like okay, maybe it's not like you're referring to the part where she was driving and she caught them. Yes, it's, yes, it's, yeah. yeah. That was the first encounter. That was the right. first encounter. That's the first encounter. Then there's a second encounter at that the a funeral. funeral of the yeah. I don't know if you guys felt this way, but when I first saw that scene, right, and then the side chick came up with the with her son. Mm. I don't know. I get this. I got this feeling that the son actually is the husband's. Do mm. you guys get the feeling? Oh, I didn't. Yes, I didn't I, think I, about I, I that. I had that actually. feeling as well. You had the feeling, yeah, because yeah. it it's it's kind of weird, right? Like, why would you bring a side chick to the funeral, right? Unless you want the son, who is the grandson, Ooh. to be to be there, right? Maybe, that's maybe. Sort of, that's kind of like the that's kind of like manners or whatever, yeah, right? It's quite a savage at that part. Yeah, wow. that's savage, right? It's oh my god! Savage. Now I have like entirely like different different but, outlook. But but I felt that as well because I have real life experience at funerals where Ooh. something similar happened which I will Ooh. not go into Ooh. details Ooh. which is okay. which is why not not related to me but well uh, disclaimer yeah, yeah, uh, yes no but no yeah, yes no but no <laughs> but then when now you say it, it's like yeah actually and then it, also it another happen. thing the the whole time right the side chick and the son we basically only see their backs again yeah, so yeah. once again it alludes to the theme of helplessness right like mm. she she is not the, the the characters are not able to control control this factor or whatever. Right, right, and right. I, I got a feeling right that is a director's way of telling us subtly telling us that the kid is the is that guy's one right it's like you, you know in cartoons I, where you don't ever see the parents you only see their legs yeah the and that makes complete sense in a way because the way Christopher Lee is treating her yeah like, it's just complete yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean he he could have just continue with the IVF treatment like even just jerking off into the container right, so right, that right. they can have uh, fresh sperm for yeah. the IVF treatment but even then he wasn't he interested didn't, yeah. because he already he, had he it. already have a child right yeah. he doesn't really care anymore like I don't need to make a child with this woman anymore I just kind of have to be with her so that you know we save face wow mm-hmm. um, and of course she's taking care of the father in law it's very, I, very convenient I... for her to be around also yeah, but I think the other thing is also like the the grind of daily life eroding that love 
in mm. a relationship. Caretaking is hard. Both of them are living with the father-in-law and mm. taking care of him. I mean, mm. Christopher Lee did some parts of the caretaking, right? Like yeah. he was bathing him and stuff. I mean, we don't just don't see it, but I assume that at least well, at least 20-30% of it was taken care of by him. Mm-hmm. But like, I think even if they were in a love marriage, right? I think this is this plus the IVF treatment plus everything else, it takes a toll on a marriage. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I kind of really loved about this movie is, is just the fact that it shows life so barely, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's so barefaced and just mm-hmm. slapping you in the face with it. But very gently. Gently, man. It... It alludes to the fact, like, you, you have to kind of make the connections okay, okay. Okay. yourself, but it's there. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. I, was, I was thinking it also kind of reflects why a lot of uh, modern couples in Singapore, they just, there's just so much pressure on them to, you know, you got to take care of, there are laws out there yeah. where you have to take care of your parents, you know, like, mm. don't, not abandon them. I mean, obviously, I'm not saying, you know, hey, go and abandon your parents. Right. But, but. Yeah. Most people assume that we'll take care of our parents, but then in Singapore, there's a law, so you cannot really, you know, and then there's a pressure of like what you say. So there's a lot of different, different pressures around mm. that really prevents couples from <laughs> really wanting to have children. I felt, I felt yeah. that so deeply because my, my own uh, marriage, right? Mm. Like it happened when I was taking care of my mom when she mm, was, mm. you know, uh, she had cancer mm. and that was such a huge stress on the marriage, like unimaginable mm. stress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, like, you know, by the end of it, I was so tired. I was like, you know what? I don't want to be married, too. Like, you know, fuck this. don't want to be a caretaker. I don't want to be married. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's really... I, I just felt it so deeply, that right. part of this movie. It's, another thing also, it's uh, interesting because before, they, they were trying to have a baby, right? Yeah. So, Yuyin's yes. character is wanting very badly to have a baby. And Christopher Lee's character is like, nah, fuck it. Mm. But at the same time, they do kind of have a baby at home in the father-in-law. Right. Because mm. he he was kind of yes. like, even though, even though if you replace, if you replace the father-in-law with a baby, she's going to be doing the same thing, scooping shit. Yes. You know, changing there, there was actually this scene in the movie where she, uh, it was a dream, I think. The, the father-in-law was gone. And there's a baby uh, And there. then there was a baby in that his place. That was just before the scene where, where she the, found out the yeah. father-in-law passed. Yeah. yeah. That was a great scene. That was such a sad scene. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ironic thing is that the father-in-law, while he's also in a state of helplessness mm. because of his condition, but he becomes that one figure who has so much warmth and humility and gentleness in, in scenes where, like, there, there's a really wonderful scene where, there's two wonderful scenes with him where one is where he's tr- writing the strokes of the Chinese word on the mm. kid's hand. And and the next one was where Yoyanian couldn't help but uh cry in sadness. After and she found the husband was cheating on her. Correct. Yeah. And he, in the car scene. And yeah. he just points to the painting which has the word xiao, smile. But yeah, it's like kinda of funny but kinda of sweet as well. Like I think the saddest part was for me in this whole movie is that the father-in-law is the only person who showed concern to her yes. at all. Yeah. Like even when she went back home, right, to her mother and she saw her mother like, you know, washing washing clothes, washing yeah. clothes or whatever, the mom was not even surprised. Hey, oh, we come back already. Yeah. yeah. Well, you come back already. Like there's no like, oh, my dear daughter, welcome back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, you're here. Okay. But the father-in-law... That's very true. Yeah. Yeah, the father-in-law was the only person who actually notices her mental states mm. and, and even if he can't do anything, he tries to alleviate it 
in the, the smallest way that he can, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was very sad. So when he died, like, even though she was taking care of him and that was very stressful and, you know, I, th- I think it, it, it's there, just a... There's a lot of investment. Yes, yeah, yeah yes, That's why it's, it's so taken sad. away. So, <laughs> question. What do you guys feel about the husband's family? <laughs> oh, Typical Singapore family. Typical Singapore like, family. Oh, I mean, they are pieces of shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we've all seen this kind of family before. You know, the, there's always that one auntie, right? There's always that snipe quip during the CNY dinner. Right. And then, whenever someone dies, it's just like, hey, you know, let's just sell the house lah. Hey, uh, jin la. You know, sell the house lah. You all never pay anyway. You know, that kind of, that kind of super off the hand remark that, mm-hmm. that every, that everybody knows an auntie or an uncle who does it like on the regular. So, no, I think it's, it's also interesting that uh, I think Anthony Chen is trying to kind of portray like a traditional Asian family kind of thing where like Christopher Lee's character is the only son in the family then surrounded by sisters, right? Mm. So it's my situation. Right. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we are all feeling this. Yeah. But <laughs> here's the thing. But my parents have never said that, you know, I must stay with you, right? So, but in, in this case, in this case, it felt like the sisters never really put in any effort to help out with uh, taking right. care of the yeah. father. And they are just like, you know, like the like the snipe remarks here and there. You know, hey, mm-hmm. you know, she never had a baby before. She so don't know how to mm-hmm. carry a baby. So it's that kind of thing. And the, the sister with the baby is like, I discussed with my husband already. You know, she says better to sell now than to sell later. So, you know, up to y'all decide. Y'all decide already. Then come and tell me. I'm mm-hmm. going up already. None she of my doesn't business. even give a fuck. You know? So it's like I don't know, man. It's whatever that family has, they kind of yeah, they kind of deserve it. It <laughs> it kind of is like I would say a shock sometimes when you watch these scenes because you're like, hey, the body's not even like cold yeah. yet, you know, and then yeah, you're exactly. all like doing these things, and then because it's not like this in my family, and then uh, in in my extended family also, we are not really quite like that. I think because um, we are quite close knit, and but. I have heard, heard of friends where they were talking about like what their siblings were discussing if the parent passes away and their parents are perfectly fine and healthy, you know. Oh, they were yeah. like, oh, you, you stay with them like, uh, and, and uh, so I guess when we sell the house, uh, we should split e- equally, lah, you know, because, because, uh, or maybe the, we should take more because we got families, but you're single. My friend uh, is single. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, What? No, actually, this it's happens so in, in one of my friend's family as well. Oh, yeah? Uh, uh, I have a friend who lives downstairs uh, from me, my mom's block, right? So, he wanted to buy over the flat from his parents. Oh, you mentioned this before in one of the podcast sessions. Really? Yeah, I He wanted so. to buy the flat over from one of his parents. And um, the youngest brother says, no, because if the parents passed, right? And if you own the flat, I get nothing. Mm-hmm. And the parents are like, not even, they're just, just past 60, I think. And mm-hmm. they're healthy, they're walking around. And why why would you think that way? You know, like my friend bought the flat from from them at market rate. They're, he's giving them some money for them to go and do other things. You know, they could go relocate to a smaller place or whatever. You know, so I don't know. Some some families are just like that. I have two magical moments. <laughs> two. So before that, do we have some final thoughts, final remarks, any last words you want to say about this movie? Oh, okay. Again, on the themes, like I, I, I felt that like now you say helplessness and monotony, I think this is really what the film is about. For me, the themes that I felt that was rather more, it became quite more functional. It's things like, you know, the, the eating of durians, the whole Malaysia 
relations. Even even the whole thing about Mandarin as well. If it, it makes sense, but it just kind of felt. Sometimes it it just kind of pings out a bit. It pops out a bit. It's like hey, Chinese don't need study one, you know that kind when when they the expression of it, of it and and there are just a lot of other things as well. Like you know where the kid was saying like uh, uh, assholes will be assholes if you let them. You know there was a quite awkward expression in, mm. in in those kind of things or like when she was getting into an accident and like just uh, the the guy just like oh yeah another female driver you know mm. <laughs> yeah even though it's funny yeah a lot of the dialogue in the film that was so annoying that was such an annoying yeah. scene for me i was like okay anyway. a, a lot of the dialogue in the film yeah. feels very functional it's mm. like just to hey how is malaysia uh, like, 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 kind mm. or like it just very plot Driven like like sometimes you just wish they kind of sit down and and talk. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I get what you mean. Like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. in between spaces, right? right? Yeah. Like there's not enough space to explore. Correct, those correct, themes. correct. And like it was really interesting for me. Uh, so there was this scene where you know the the kid, right? Mm. He he was playing around with his friends uh, at kung fu practice or something, and then they they took his phone they and, his and phone. they fo- yeah. found like photos of the teacher, right? And then so they got into a fight, and so he he came into he had to go to the principal's office mm. and explain himself. So the principal saw mm. the, the photos, right, mm. of the Yo Yan Yan. Mm. And then so Yo Yan Yan is summoned to the office, right? And what was what happened there was for me like a really interesting <laughs> summary of the movie. Where like it's such a it, it's such the essence of civil service. Yeah. Cause the the principal looked through the 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 photos and he told Yo Yan Yan uh, that hey, uh, I don't know what's going on between you guys, but but it's inappropriate. Yeah, it's inappropriate. Uh, but I'm gonna leave soon, so I don't want to know anything about this. I love <laughs> the principal. I'm gonna confiscate the, the phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna confiscate the phone, and you know, uh, try not to make any trouble. Uh, before I get before promoted. I get promoted, yeah. and maybe you should go on a sabbatical. And I was just like, wow. wow. He, no, he wasn't even maybe. Find yeah. a reason. Yeah, find yeah. a reason. Do it. Yeah. yeah, and and I was just like, wow. But then again, I can see this happening very easily. Yeah, you yeah know? this is like oh, yeah. people yeah, are happens. just. It's yeah. like what Jordan said. I think the, the the functionality of it, like mm. how how much it mimics real life, right? Yeah, yeah, is, yeah. You know, it's fucking spot. And I think I'm not so sure if that's a downside. Mm. It's not a downside. Yeah. Like, I'm not but so I, sure that I actually really like that scene because yeah. to me, it, it's such a how do you say it? It's such a pin on like our society right right know? exactly yeah yeah it, it has it's such a uh, it's self more yeah. than what the problem at hand yeah yeah, yeah. So, so then you see the problem with the family as well where mm-hmm. they discuss about like selling the flat and right. yeah. and the the shitty thing is like Yo Yan Yan is the one who's been taking care of the father-in-law yeah, yeah. and yeah, by right she should also get something yeah. right like um, since you know no one else cared about the father-in-law but after the divorce she probably right. didn't get anything right right so Un- yeah. super unfair you know yeah. she's probably more of a daughter to him than any of the do- actual daughters uh. that's a that's a very good point right. Jerry any last words wait uh, I have something on my mind but I lost my train of thought <laughs> as usual when I say last words right, I'm talking about for the movie not your, yeah, yeah. Real, not your I know you're 300 years old about to die soon but <laughs> okay um, last words yeah yeah okay yeah, I got, it, I got it. it yeah I got it I got it I Particularly like the scenes in the classroom because it reminds me of myself in secondary school <laughs> and st- a stupid teenager who shouts nonsense <laughs> and thinks I'm really funny. Uh, especially the guy who, you know, after the after the, t- the 
uh, you know, after she returned from the funeral leave, right? And then one of the students was like, Je, your father, somebody in your family died, uh, you know? And... I you know, he ah, said what? Uh, okay. Je, yeah. Your family, you won't die. Ah, like, yeah, like yeah, some, yeah. It's even more crude. Yeah. It's damn yeah. crude. Uh. I mean, that guy is the, you know, he's kind of like positioned as a class clown, you know? And yeah, so... So that so was. I still remember his name and not the main character's name. What I know that guy's Peter Chan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously? <laughs> what? Such, yeah, such a class clown name as well. Yes, he's the only guy who wrote an English name on a Chinese oh, paper. Right. 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 Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, I th- I thought that was done really well, and yeah, you know, I I think he captured the the essence, kind of mm. captured the essence mm. of a secondary school class. Yeah. Mm. Alright, so we have one user-submitted magical moment and I have a magical <laughs> moment of my own. The user-submitted actually is Anna, la, which is uh, Jerry's wife, but still submitted, so we shall... <laughs> we oh shall, no! Is, it, is that the one? Shit. Is that, is that the... Yep. Okay, okay, so here's the magical moment. If Singapore has to choose a new national animal, what will it be? Okay, but there are some rules. Uh. There are some rules. Okay, no Asian coal. <laughs> okay, it has to be a native animal, insect, bird, insect or bird. Okay. It has to be iconic, has to have traits that Singapore Singaporeans aspire or relates to, has at least one negative trait that will make people pissed off. So imme- immediately uh, when, when Jerry typed this out, uh, then Angie was like, that woo bird. That, that <laughs> 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 yes. And I and then Jerry was like, CB, that's my pick. Then oh, I instantly man. said, that's too easy. I forbid that answer. So I'm going to forbid that answer I had first dibs. Oh, oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Asian core, right, by the way, is so... It's, it's also heard in the movie. I don't know if you guys remember. It's in a funeral scene. Right. Yeah, oh, it's also oh, heard yeah. in the movie. Woo! Yeah, It's been in... <laughs> if I'm not wrong, it's been in most Singapore movies <laughs> filmed in Singapore. It was also heard on um, The I Apprentice. I think, is it, is it accidental? Because you cannot, like, uh, maybe, shoot them maybe. away during yeah. yeah. filming. I don't know. Anyway... Yeah. Okay. So, fucking bird. Yeah, let me think um, about it. What's native animal? What's a native animal? Uh, exists like native range is oh, right, right, It's right, not right. something that's imported. Wow. So, but of course, Singapore, you have to say, uh, basically the entire uh, Singapore, Malaysia, the Sunda Strait. Okay. I have an answer already, so I'll just go first. Yeah. Um, I'll choose the the wild balls at Tuas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? We have the wild balls at Tuas. So, um. So it's fairly iconic, I guess, now that it's mid is round in the news cycle. Uh traits that Singapore aspires or relates to. Uh it's very stubborn. It just charges people and it's very virile. They make they make a lot of babies. And they fuck all the time. But we don't do that. Aspires to aspire to. Aspires to. Yeah. Okay. So one negative trait that will make people pissed off is fucking belligerent. It just wonders where he wants to go. Uh, doesn't give a shit about anyone. Which is actually basically us anyway. And um, yeah. So my new Singapore national animal will be the bo- the boss from Tuas. Yeah. Oh yeah, another rule. No Merlion. Well, it has to be a real animal. Yeah, a real animal, yeah. No some mythical made up shit. So oh, wild boar. I've got one. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to pick the Neptune Cup sponge. What the fuck? What is that? <laughs> what is it? It just nap- came back to life. What is the nap- Yeah, it just okay, came yeah. back to life. So it basically, ex- so basically, it's kind of like a like sea sponge, right? Yeah, it's just and sea it, sponge. it was thought to be extinct, and then uh, they, we found two specimens here, uh, and then now they recently found another three specimens. Mm. So uh, it's it's the first time in over a hundred years mm. that it's been found. So um, 
And it's off Lazarus Island as well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty freaking yeah. cool. So, uh, well, it's A, is native, kind of. B, it, it thrives in Singapore. Only. Is it an animal? It's a sponge an animal. It's an animal. It's an animal. It's an animal. Isn't it like part of the... Isn't it like the animal kingdom has like two main it, branches? You never said it had to be smart, right? No, I mean, there's like... There's two main branches. One is the animal and then one is the plant, right? That's like, this is the no, two... The sponge is not a plant. It's an animal. Okay. It's a it's an invertebrate for sure, but it's not an animal. Right. I mean, it's yeah, not a plant, sorry. Fine. We shall allow it then. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and... Uh, so what, what what's the traits that Singaporeans aspire to? Aspire to... Coming back from the dead. Yeah, coming back from the dead. <laughs> That's actually our MM's aspiration to come back from the dead. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, How much more? Over here by Dan Wong. And near Lazarus Island. Yeah. Yeah, near yeah. Lazarus Island. How much more <laughs> Lazarus, yeah. Singaporean is that? You know? Our, our MM wanted to come back with his like knuckle, knuckle Speaking things. Speaking of MM coming back from the dead, you know I always have this image of him coming off the dead in a, like a wrestling Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 then he just come at everybody. <laughs> Fireworks. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's time, man. He needs to do that in Parliament. Okay, yeah. so that's the yeah. first criteria, right? What else? Well, then uh, has one negative trait that will make people pissed off. Negative trait. Uh, it requires a lot of resources to be protected. Yeah, like PMD riders. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a it's a money sucker, basically. Okay. Like yep. you don't you don't actually know whether it's useful to the ecosystem because there are only so few of them, um, but because it's rare, then you have to protect it, which is a waste of resources. <laughs> kind of like Singaporeans. Yeah, yep. like Singaporeans, mm, okay. and and it's very like you know, yeah. What else? Is yeah, another? I think that's good. That's good okay. enough. That's a great answer. So that's the Neptune's cup sponge. Yes. It is called a rare sea creature. Creature, which okay, means okay, it's okay, probably okay, an okay. animal. We get it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> I have mine. Mine is the macaque. You guys know what macaque is? What is yeah. that? No. Macaques are the monkeys in Marriage Reservoir. <laughs> Everyone hates them. Everyone yeah. hates them, yeah. That's, that's why they're amazing. So macaques, right, they are, they are, again, they are quite resourceful, right? And they will, it's just like Singapore, you know, um, whenever we feel threatened, we will bear our fangs, even though that, you know. We're uh, tiny. Yeah, even though we're tiny and we can get booted into space with one kick. <laughs> right, and macaques also reproduce a lot, which is what Singapore needs. Mo- most importantly, macaques eat every damn thing. <laughs> right, they, they eat everything. You know, it's just like it's just just like how we have to do everything we we can in order to survive. So, was there a minister who said that we need to steal other people's lunches? Yes. Yeah, don't they do that, macaques? They yeah. just steal your plastic bags yes. and then like make off with it. Yeah, I've I've seen many many cases like uh, people having picnics and the macaque just came and you know casually stroll up to a picnic basket and just drag the whole thing away. It can be quite aggressive as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very aggressive. Yeah. Because when you aggressive. when you go to uh, these reservoirs, mm. uh, you better keep all the plastics you have yes. in your bag. Otherwise, yeah, they'll aggressive. come up to you and then like oh yeah, <laughs> they'll snatch. Yeah, they yeah. just snatch so, it from you. So yeah, you know, and macaques steal other people's lunch. So you know that's what everything we aspire to be. <laughs> if there's anything annoying about macaques, all of the above yeah. that we aspire to. Be. Right, right, right. So it's macaque, an aspirational plus annoying. Yes, Very you know, we'll be annoying to all the people. Uh, all who are not macaques. Yeah, yeah, we're not macaques. So yeah, <laughs> Singapore's next national animal should be the macaque. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like one of those last living roosters still like in Lim Chu Kang oh, Fang the, the jungle fowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, maybe yeah that what, I don't know what we aspire to be, 
just maybe because it's so rare and and they still kind of wake people up and and that's on time that's that's always appreciated and and then you can always use them you can always eat them <laughs> uh, not so sure that's some that's a trait that we <laughs> aspire to. Negative point, uh, I'm not sure though. What what's negative about the f- the junk the foul? The they're probably like aggressive as fuck as well. Yeah, and, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just bird flu, and then they will. <laughs> yeah, uh, bird flu. Bird flu. And they'll probably just just randomly crawl at odd hours as well. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like you're supposed to quit at five and then just like nah four thirty eight that's fine. <laughs> fuck, you, fuck you in your sleep. Yeah, no, yeah. I I went to KL once and there's like a kampong next to the Airbnb that we were, we were at. So mm. there were chickens and roosters. Fucking three a.m. they were crowing. Wow, that's that's really annoying. <laughs> All right, yeah. that pisses people off. Yeah. All right, we we'll accept okay. that. Excellent answers, everyone. Okay, now for the magical moment <laughs> of this episode. Mm-hmm. The real since Dan's not around, I shall give up the magical moments. So yeah. it's very simple. Okay. Wet season. You can change, you can add, you can remove, you can whatever. One word to completely change the story of the movie. And Holy then you crap. can then you can create a new story for the new title that you just created. Oh like make your own movie from the wet season and then one more word. So you so let's say okay, I'll give you an example now. So I'll change <laughs> a few letters. Instead of wet season, I'll call it wet treason. Okay? And then it's the story of <laughs> how the husband, right, refused to <laughs> fuck his wife while she's ovulating. And Singapore autocratic government has this, has deemed this to be high treason in the middle of the rainy season. <laughs> so this, so the main character is a cop. He runs through the rain and he busts down the door and he drags Christopher Lee out of his fucking HTV. You're arrested for treason! And then drags him out into the rain and then executes him right then, then wet. Treason. Okay, so. Good <laughs> question. <laughs> you definitely didn't come up with this during this podcast, right? Did no, you? I did. I, you I did? just thought about it, yeah. Wow. I just thought about it. Wow, I thought you came prepared. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I wasn't even sure what, what the magical moment would be until like oh, about 15 minutes ago. Of course, I have 15 uh, minutes to think about it. Okay, I, I thought of something. Okay, mm-hmm. great. It's the, f- the first one I thought was bread season. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I'm going to go with red season. Oh, red okay. season. So Singapore, who is always spotless and very... Actually, still the same kind. Still a struggling teacher. But without the rain, mm. you change into this sudden... Infestation of Infestation rats. of rats. Then wow. the government is going nuts. Like, what the hell is happening? Like, we are so clean. We do all this. But why are the rats happening? And that becomes the psychological landscape mm. of this teacher that is struggling to, to give birth and it becomes a psycho thriller and she has like all these <laughs> bad dreams of rats coming to her. Oh. And it's like, oh my god, I'm giving birth to a rat and, uh, and she wow. goes crazy struggling to like, so she goes crazy like teaching <laughs> Chinese, but it's instead but of, rats. yeah, it's like lao su, lao su. Then she keep writing the words and it's like, that yeah. sounds like a really freaking and then the, fucked up show. The, the kid that she has, right, will be born in 2020. Yeah. Year of the Year of <laughs> Yes! Oh my gosh. Okay. Nice. Hmm. Jerry, can you go first? Okay. I, I have, uh, I changed the first word, right, into uh, meat. So it's meat season. <laughs> so it's, uh, is it, it red meat? No, no, it's not red meat. It's meat season, but instead of, uh, instead of a, a, a movie about monotony and you know being swept by the forces this teacher decides 
fuck it, if I cannot have children, I'm gonna fucking cook meat and become a chef. So it becomes a transformation story about her, like, you know, going on this journey, go to, like, go to Japan and find the best wakyu to bring to Singapore. This jimami tofu. This should be jimami tofu. Oh my god. Maybe, maybe. That's amazing. <laughs> the continued yeah. hate for jimami tofu. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck it. I don't want to have kids anymore. I'm just going to like cook steak and open a restaurant. Yeah. That's the steak will season, be my yeah. baby. Yeah, that, that might yeah. be something good for Netflix though. <laughs> like, uh, I can imagine like Netflix meat season and it's like, it's like a woman. Yeah. Okay. So that's mine. More Angie. <laughs> Aren't you so, in the creative industry? Yeah, but I'm like really stumped. Um, 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 um. Snack season. <laughs> it will be it will be like a documentary about the evolution of snacks. Wow! <laughs> what? First up, it just goes into another completely different. <laughs> narrated awful. by Yo Yen Yen. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. It's like and then, and prawn then, like, crackers. <laughs> and then, like the kid will be the one eating it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. Wow, that 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 become like a totally different. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm such like, a downer. <laughs> but this is a good game, though. Like you can yeah. just keep on. Yeah. Shall we just keep going on, and then until we like run out of like movies, you write all, and then you submit as a file to Anthony Chen. It's like oh, here's proposal. your next, <laughs> here's your next thirty five film ideas for you to select from. Our, our proposal to you. Yeah. Yeah. This is why you should make meat season. <laughs> <laughs> all the reasons, and we can get funding from the what's the ministry that's in charge of our food. Food. Yeah. Uh, uh your home Affairs? I don't know. What, food? No, 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 is it food. agriculture? Yeah, food uh, agriculture. AVA, I think. AVA, yeah. 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 AVA is the raw materials. And I think uh, MOH used to be in charge of the hygiene. I don't know what it is now. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Okay, are we going to carry on? I have another one. <laughs> <laughs> so I shall call it wet seasoning. So Ooh. one day, right, all the seasoning in Singapore all got wet. All got wet for no reason. And they're all turning to shit. There's no seasoning in Singapore anymore. Okay? All the seasoning has turned wet and moldy. Okay? But then one industrious chef, Yo Yen, uh, what is it? Yo Yen Yen. Yo Yen Yen. Oh, you're changing her name too, is it? Yeah. Yo Yen Yen. Okay? She came up with a fabulous way of cooking without seasoning. It's recipe handed to her from by her mother in Taiping. And... She cooks this delicious meal for the father-in-law before he dies. The end. Wet seasoning. I think I'll, I'll go pet season. <laughs> it's where Yu Yan Yan is again a Chinese teacher. <laughs> very very monotonous with Christopher Lee who, who's just always <laughs> trying to hit the KPI. But one day, <laughs> she goes past a pet shop and she feels this, oh my god, this kitten is so elusive and so wonderful. I'm going to bring all the stray cats into our house. Uh, and, 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 but the thing is, uh, in this story, there isn't a, the stroke ridden father. Uh-huh. And then Christopher Lee is like, what the heck is going on? You turn our a cat hoarding situation. Yeah. Our nice little condo into a home for all these stray cats. And he's like, yeah, I need somewhere to project my love because we can't give birth and you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to do it with me anymore. So it's just oh a lot of cats and she eventually become. This shit's too close to home, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got two crazy cat people yeah. here. Yeah. And then the all the, uh, what do you call it, the people just knock on the door. It's like, uh, man, we receive all these complaints and it's like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. Where's all these cats going to go? You're just going to 
Oh She's going to kill them, right? Yeah. Special cameo by Cat Welfare Society. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a PSA for don't, please don't become a hoarder. Yeah, you have one? Uh, I will have rag season. What? This is so rag, rag season. R-A-G, rag. Like rags. Rag yeah. So, uh, Yo Yen Yen is a uh, rag and bone auntie. She goes around and karanguni. <laughs> and then one day she uh, knocks on the house of the the boy where mm. he and then he answers the door because the parents are not home and then he uh he just got over his uh Bruce Lee face <laughs> and then so all the Bruce Lee memorabilia is uh <sighs> given to her and then when she sold it she finds out that she finds out that one of it is actually a super rare limited edition like collector's item and then she makes a fuck ton of money out of it. What's that? <laughs> that's pretty good eh? that's a better one it, it can go deeper into and then the boy is like hey but I Remember, I never sell this and then again, you're <laughs> completely. <laughs> okay, okay, I want, I want. Okay, I'm gonna change the, the movie's name to Crap Reason. <laughs> 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 so the, the movie is largely not gonna change, huh? but everyone just has crappy reasons. <laughs> like, you want or not? You want the baby or not? Uh, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want. Then he just came out, it just comes out with like, oh, baby, ah, uh, wow, later gotta spend a lot of money, take care of him, my hento, my no knife, uh, you know, we don't have money, you know. No, 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 you must be, it must be truly crap. Yeah, it this must, is actually a legit reason. Hmm. Yeah. It must be like, oh, oh, you know, um, my left ankle is swollen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, from okay. playing, uh, I instantly hit my ankle with a golf club. Angie! <laughs> oh my Angie, god. Don't choke. Angie's like, you know, shooting, I don't know what, barley water out of her nose. Yeah. Oh my god. And then when they want to sell the HTV flat after the, after grandfather died, right? And then they're just like, yeah, we must sell it now. You know? Cause, um, if not, uh, what the... <laughs> it's really hard to find a <laughs> crap otherwise the, the 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 coca-cola in the fridge will go bad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh what what about when when he wants to hug the teacher one more time yeah, yeah. what kind of crap reason they will go oh. it's like it, instead of water sing and tong it's like won't learn ah yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rain right yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I don't know why I wanted myself into <laughs> When but you yeah. said wait, when you say crap reason, right? The first thing I thought, right, was and, and you said nothing will change except everyone has crap reason. Yeah. The first thing that came to my mind was that you wanted everyone to have like diarrhea or something. So every time <laughs> something happened they have to run to the toilet. No, no, no. It's just the f- movie doesn't change, it's just everyone has really poor excuses, right? Like imagine like, you know, she was trying to get him into into bed with her and he, she was ripping down his belt right like Yo Yan Yan to Christopher Lee and then suddenly he's like then he gives out this fart like <laughs> and he just says like shit his pants or something that, that could work as well yeah, that, that's pretty good actually yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking gross yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like the stroke ridden father like he he has a stroke and can't speak but he can somehow I don't know like recite raps or something <laughs> Oh Alright, I think with that we shall call it. This will be the end of the episode and thank you, Jonathan, for thank you, thank you, no problem. Come thank down you. and thank give you. us the review for Wet Season. 
<laughs> this is our most positive review thus yeah. far. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I feel amazing. Yeah. I, I am so amazed. Yeah, I think I thought it was a well done, well executed yeah. movie. Yeah. Definitely yeah. worth watching. Uh, they just extended their um, showings. Hopefully, by the time that this review is released, it's still in the theaters, and you guys can go watch it. Definitely worth watching. Easily best Singapore film or Singapore related film in the last two years. Yeah, yeah I considering agree. how I agree. small that lease is as well. Yeah, yeah, Possibly, and yeah. and unlike the my impressions of most Singaporean films, uh, I like the fact that it's very simple mm. and sim- simple story, simply told, but so well done. Mm. Like yeah. what Jonathan said before, yes. simple stories are the most difficult to do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. well done, to, Anthony props Chen. Props to Anthony Chen. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Props to Anthony Chen. Very okay, nice. with that, we shall be the end of the episode. Thank you all for Thank listening. Thank you. In, and we Bye. shall see you soon. Bye. Bye.